take another 60 seconds. And while you got the devil under your feet, I dare you to dance one more time and let him know I've got victory. Hey! Come on, take about 60 seconds and give God your best praise. for the word of the Lord tonight. You can just remain in this posture of worship as we go to the word of the Lord tonight. You can, you can stand there and just shout with me. You can grab your Bibles, whatever you want to do. I want us to just stay in this vein of the Holy Ghost tonight. First Samuel chapter number 17, verse number 32 says, and David said unto Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of Goliath. Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. David said, Y'all chill out and quit being a bunch of fraidy cats. If ain't nobody going to jump on this dude, I got him. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear. He starts testifying. And took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mind. Now, y'all just acting like you read this every day in the paper. This man ran after a bear and a lion. And when he got to the lion, he pimp slapped him. And delivered it out of his mouth. And when he took the sheep out of his mouth, he rose against me. When I recovered the sheep, see, I, I wasn't trying to hurt the bear and the lion. I just wanted the sheep. But when I took the sheep, then they wanted a piece of me. 
And when he jumped with me, I caught him by his beard and I hit him again and I slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. And for a few moments, I don't have much voice left. I'm going to preach from this thought tonight. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. I wish I had about 250 believers in the building that would just shout up in this building. If he did it before, I declare he can do it again. Somebody give him a shout of praise if you've got a testimony in this house. Somebody give him a shout of praise if he ever brought you out. If he ever brought you over, if he ever made a way, somebody shout yeah, shout yeah, clap your hands one more time and give him praise. You can be seated if you can, you can stand if you want to. David steps out onto a battlefield. It's the same giant. It's the same battlefield. But it's two different mentalities. One mentality is focused on the giant. They had all the statistics about Goliath. They knew how long his sword was. They knew how big his shield was. They had counted up all of his victories and his years of experience. But David wasn't worried about that because David was counting up how big his God was and how many battles he had won. And David was reminiscing about his experiences with God. You see, when you go to battle, and if you're ever in the face of opposition, what you focus on will determine your victory. I just need help in the building tonight. You got to make up in your mind. I'm going to quit telling everybody. I'm going to quit telling God about my enemies. And I'm going to start telling my enemies about my God. I like that. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Come on. Let's have a conversation. See, I like that kind of preaching. Preaching ain't a spectator sport. I like when I'm preaching, somebody, somebody said, that's right. Yes, sir, that's the word of the Lord. Come on, preacher. Amen. There's a synergy that happens back and forth with a church that knows how to preach. 
See, a preacher has to know how to preach, but there's something special about a church that knows how to preach. <laughs> David walked out there, and he could not believe what was happening. He said, are y'all hearing the same thing I'm hearing? Can, can y'all feel the same opposition that I'm feeling? And all y'all going to just sit there? You ever walked into a church service where the enemy was trying to bind things up? You ever, come on, am I, am I in the right place tonight? You ever walked into an atmosphere uh, where there were spirits that were trying to oppose uh, what the Holy Ghost was trying to do uh, and you started looking around and people who are oblivious, uh, they just say, well, it's going to be one of those services. We're just going to have to get through it and uh, I'll just sit here in my pew and uh, clap my hands and sing. But then you have those few people uh, that get a revelation. Uh, do you understand what's happening right now? Uh, can you hear the voice of Goliath? Uh, out in the field, baby. Uh, this ain't time to sit down. Uh, this is time to stand up. Uh, he said, if you ain't going to move, uh, bless God, I'll stand up to him. Uh, how dare he defy the armies of God? Now, David had been anointed king. But he didn't come to Goliath in his kingship. He didn't come to Goliath with his new title. Bless God. I am the new king of Israel. And I command thee by the power vested in me by the Holy Ghost. Thou shalt shutteth thy mouth. Now David didn't come to him with his title or his his vesture of kingship, but David reached back to his testimony. <laughs> See, the Bible says this, they that know their God shall be strong and shall do exploits. There's a different mentality about a Christian that knows their God. Hey, I know he's a giant, but I know my God. And when you know your God, baby, you can face anything that comes against you. David didn't tell him about his kingship, but David reached back into a testimony. When the devil comes against me, I don't stand up and straighten my tie. Don't you know who I am? Can't, canst thou not see the reflection of God's glory and anointing upon the bishop? That's not how I come to him. When the enemy comes against him, you know what I do? I reach all the way back to that hood, that hood rat that God brought out. I know I, I, know I can't get an amen from all y'all. I reach all the way back to 715 uh, East 8th Street in the hood uh, where God put his hand on a young boy uh, and God brought me out of the clutches uh, of addiction. God brought me out of the clutches uh, of violence. God brought me out. Uh, I don't try to impress him uh, with who I am right now. Uh, I reach all the way back uh, and I say, devil, uh, if he did it before, uh, he can do it again. 
See, some of y'all need to reach back uh, to where God found you. Uh, some of us need to reach back uh, to where God, but come on, uh, Brother Steve, uh, in those dark nights, uh, you got to remember where you came from. Uh, you got to remember the night uh, that God filled you with the Holy Ghost. Uh, you got to remember what it was like uh, when God cleaned you up. Uh, and he turned, I came to preach uh, to somebody in the building tonight. Uh, if he did it before, uh, he can do it again. Uh, if he brought you victory there, uh, he'll bring you victory here. Am I in the right church? Uh, tell your neighbor, uh, tell him neighbor, uh, if he did it before, uh, he'll do it again. Somebody give him a praise if you believe that tonight. <laughs> David reached back and said, I got a testimony. One time, a bear came against me and a lion came against me. And I don't even know how I did it, but something rose up on the inside of me that said, I ain't letting one sheep go. And God brought me through that. And baby, I'm going to stand flat-footed and look every devil in the eye and remind them he's the same God now as he was back then. He's got the same power. He's got the same, am I in the right church? He's got the same anointing. He's got the same authority. And I, you come against me with a sword and a spear, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Somebody right now. Now ought to just stand to your feet uh, and shout at every opposition in your life. Uh, he'll do it again. Uh, he'll do it again. Can I just preach? If he ever gave you a miracle, he'll do it again. If he ever healed your body, I need a witness. He'll do it again. If he ever made a way where there was no way, he'll do it again. came to preach to somebody tonight that's been looking at some things and you've been wondering how it's going to work and how am I going to get through and how am I going to make it. God said, I want you to step to that pulpit tonight and tell him I'll do it again. I'll do it just like I did it before. There's more where that came from. There's more miracles where that one came from. There's more provision where that one came from. Brother Kendrick, I remember worshiping in that yellow and blue building. And the city was trying to kick us out because the building wasn't zoned to be a church. Brother Leo, the ladies would have to keep one eye on the preacher and one eye on the ground for the rats. Literally. We'd get to shouting and the stucco on the outside of the building would just be falling off. We'd get to shouting and the entire floor would be. I'd stand flat footed just. I wouldn't even jump in. Just. I'd just bounce around praying for people. And I said, Lord, what are we going to do? We ain't got no money. We ain't got no open doors. The city's threatened me. I, I, I scheduled meetings with all the city officials. And I sat down at a table. It's funny because I did my homework before I went. And the people that were in charge knew less about the law than I did. 
I had to pull the book out. One, one lady said, no, that's not true. I said, yes, it is. She said, I'll pull the book out. I said, go ahead. Am I telling the truth? She literally got up from the meeting, went and got the book, said, it's right here. Turned over and started reading. And she said, blah, 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 blah. Well, we're, we're, gonna, we're running out of time. We're going to have to reschedule this meeting. Did it happen? Because it, God reminds me every once in a while, son, uh, if I did it then, uh, I'll do it again. <laughs> I remember Brother Leo sitting down in, my, in the living room in that little apartment we were renting. Saying, God, what are we going to do? And God spoke a word to me. You want to know how powerful the word was? It was such a powerful word. Here was the word he gave me. Craigslist. See, I, see, I knew y'all wouldn't get that. But it was a word from God. And I said, well, I pulled up Craigslist and I typed in church for rent because there was none ever. And, and, and a post popped up, boring, that had been posted 20 minutes earlier. I made a phone call. They said, I just posted the post. I said, can I go see it? They said, when? I said, right now. Brother Sloss, you remember going with me? We pulled up, and I said, we'll take it. I didn't even have to go in because anything was an upgrade. And we were so excited. How many of y'all remember going in that building? woo We were walking in tall cotton, baby. We had a little media booth in the back and glass windows with palm trees. I was just imagining, but, you know, it was there. And my God, we, we threw up a lot. The back wall was a garage door painted blue. We painted it black and put a logo back there with a light on it, boing, like the Batman signal. And you know what we did, Brother Leal? We baptized hundreds of people. We saw hundreds of people receive the Holy Ghost. And you know what? If God did it then, he'll do it again. Pretty soon it was so packed, we had that building and the first building. And the first building was full of kids. We had to sneak them over there on a bus. They didn't even know we were still in the building. Nobody parked at the building. They all jumped in the bus on Fowler. We drove them to Victoria Street, dumped them all off, filled the building up, and the bus pulled off. We was an undercover brother. And in that little building with the church was that God fool. I mean, it was packed. There was nowhere to park. We were parking in our parking lot across the street next to us. We started filling up the parking lot in front of the strip club two doors down. See, see, people won't understand that testimony. People said, Pastor, there's nowhere to park. I said, well, just don't go in the wrong door. Come on with it. The more spaces we take up, the less there are for somebody else to park there. And I said, Lord, what are we going to do? And we got to praying and the Holy Ghost got to moving. And one night we loaded up in buses. Anybody remember? And we rolled all the way to 940 Tarpon Street. And we walked in those doors. 
and there was about one-third maybe less of the people here uh, that are here now uh, and we started running the aisles uh, and running the balcony uh, and now on Sunday mornings uh, the floor is full uh, and there's people in the balcony uh, and I said God what are we going to do uh, he said if I did it before uh, I'll do it again I need some radical people in the building uh, God said he'll do it uh, again My God, if God will do that for us, I don't care what you're going through in your life. God sent me to tell you, if he did it before, he'll do it again. I wish somebody would get some faith in your spirit and reach back to some miracles and reach back to your testimony and reach back to what God has already done for you. And just start declaring, uh, he'll do it again. Uh, he'll do it again. Uh, he'll do it again. Uh, somebody start shouting that right now. Uh, he'll do it again. Uh, the same God that brought me through, uh, he'll do it again. Uh, the same God uh, that made a way, uh, he'll do it again. Uh, he'll do it again. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Uh, Somebody needs to mix your faith uh, with the word of the Lord in this building right now. Uh, do you remember what victory was like? Uh, do you remember what the miracle felt like? Uh, do you remember how thankful you were? Uh, do you remember how grateful you were? Uh, God said, tell them tonight uh, that I'll do it again. Uh, I'm already working it out. Uh, I'm already making a way. I don't know who I'm preaching to right now, but God's working on your behalf. While you're in here shouting, God's out there working tonight, and he'll do it again. can't fight him you're just a youth he'll do it again you can't fight him you're to you he'll do it again you can't afford that kind he'll do it again you don't have the resource he'll do it again somebody needs to look impossibility in the face and declare he'll do it again once has he said it Twice have I heard it, uh, that power uh, belongs to God. Yeah! I don't have time to preach all of this. I'm just going to cut to my closing. Genesis chapter 4, verse number 8 says in Cain, talked with Abel his brother and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him this was Eve's baby this was Eve's little boy this was her promised child and now he's been killed there's been a loss, 
and what am I going to do? You want to know what the name Abel means? It means breath. The enemy has taken my breath away. You ever been through something in life that you felt like you lost your breath? You come to church and you can't even shout because the struggle caused you to lose your... I'm only preaching to three or four people in the building. Do you know what it's like to say I lost something and it's taken my breath away? I got knocked down and it took my breath away. What am I going to do? But if you keep reading in Genesis 4 and 25... It says, and Adam knew his wife again. And she bare a son and called his name Seth. Listen to her testimony. For God, she said, hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. She said, I'm not going to focus on what I lost. If God gave me Abel, God can do it again. I lost my baby Abel, but in the middle of my loss, God appointed a seed in me to replace the loss that I had. I want to preach to somebody that understands that a seed is the potential of life. And I don't care what you lost. God told me to preach to you that he's already appointed a seed in your life that's designed to replace. God already figured in the losses. God already calculated the downs. And he said, in you is already the potential to make up for what you lost. If I did it before, I'll do it again. I'm almost done. I'm out of, I'm out of gas. But before I finish... While she was holding that little baby. And the enemy said, I thought I got her. I took her little baby from her. And while she's holding Seth, it's a prophetic reminder of God's plan. You want to know why? Guess what Seth's name means. Seth means compensation. <laughs> God said, I'm going to compensate you for what you lost. For everything the devil ever took from you, I'm going to give it back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. What I need in this building tonight is some people that understand I've experienced some loss, but God appointed a seed of compensation inside of me. And when I give birth again, I'm going to bring forth a new blessing. I'm going to bring forth a new promise. I'm going to bring forth a new paradigm of God's miraculous power that's in my life. I need everybody in the building right now to stand to your feet and lift up your hands and begin to declare in this place, if he did it before, 
he can do it again. I don't know what you're sitting here tonight. I don't know what's died in your life. I don't know what you're missing. But God brought me here to declare to you that there is an appointed seed of compensation in you that'll take the place of the thing that you lost. If he did it before, he can do it again. Come on. If he made a way before, he's gonna do it again. If he healed your body before, he's gonna do it again. If God brought you out before, he's gonna bring you out again. Somebody that believes that, lift up your voice and shout in this place with a voice of triumph. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. He'll do it. Come on, somebody. Reach up and grab a hold of that word. Somebody reach up and grab a hold of that word in this place. I'm believing him right now. God, you threw the bear and you threw the lion. You're going to bring me through this. God, you opened every door that brought me here. Come on in, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Keep talking! 